Hey, Nelson. <laughs> hey, Tim. How's it going? <laughs> uh, just, I feel like I need a break from the holiday break. A break from the holidays? Yeah, like a holiday detox. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Um, I, well, I've actually got one. However, <laughs> somewhat, I have to come swoop in and drive kids somewhere. But, yeah. you know. You know, that's, that's about me, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I've reached my limit of all I want for Christmas is you or last Christmas and like every cover of those two songs. Yeah. And I feel like I've had enough. Do you ever play that Whamageddon? No. Do you know what that is? No. So it's, uh, starts on December 1st and you try to avoid listening to last Christmas. Oh, forget it. And, um, uh, some people, there's no way. It's some everywhere. people are able to do that. Well, the thing is, is that cover versions don't count. Only the oh, original version. Okay. No remixes or anything like okay. that. And it's like because between the original version and the Taylor Swift version, good luck. Right. Yeah. So I actually um, uh, last year I had uh, my my brother's wife was playing it and or was playing Whamageddon, and so every. Uh, Instagram reel that I put forth in oh, December hilarious. had, uh, had, a version had of it. yeah, had, uh, the, the wham version of it. So <laughs> apparently she avoided that. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, but you never know when you're going to walk into like a UPS store and it's oh, playing. Oh man, for sure. So, yeah. So, but all right, well, let's get it started. Yeah. Cue that epic music, man. final take i'm nelson and with me is tim the only thing we love more than movies and tv is talking about them so if you love what you hear like it rate it and share it Ooh, hey you know what uh we we we're one one episode back from <laughs> an extended break from the break um but uh from, <laughs> from a our, year break <laughs> from our uh, three-month break <laughs> So I know we were so excited too when we, we came back with the vengeance, man. We were putting them out every day, every <sighs> week know. and stuff, and then all of a sudden we're like, Life. Oh yeah. But yeah. uh can't avoid it. But so so a lot's come out. Yeah. Uh what have you been watching lately? Well, you know, um there's so many to cover. But I feel like to do this list justice, like it's just gotta be recent stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to come out of the gates hot in terms of what I've been watching. Okay. It's on Apple TV Plus, and you know I love Apple TV Plus. You love it. They, they have a lot of great content. Slow Horses Season 3 dropped. Okay. And I was on top of every episode. Like, the episode, I would receive notification, I would stop everything and watch it. Really? It's so good. You know what? I started watching the first episode, and it was a little slow. Yeah, my wife told me like she had trouble. She had trouble getting into season one. Yeah, and uh, I get it because it's like it's like a slow burn at first, and then everything, and then it's like, and then all of a sudden, it's like a runaway freight train. And it's all spy thriller stuff. It's all spy thriller okay. stuff. So it's like. The, the seasons are like six, I want to say six or eight episodes long. I think oh, six. man, it's so long. So they're, very they're sh- British. Yeah, very British. Yeah. And I, so like the first three episodes are like all 
set up. Like, okay. they're trying to uncover a plot. Like, mm. they think there's a plot. They don't know. Okay. There's chatter or mysterious things happening. They're starting to kind of pick up the threads. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, in episode three, moving into episode four, like, boom, they've uncovered it. Or, you know, the whatever plot was set in motion and they're racing to stop it. And so episodes three, like, four, five, and six are just runaway freight trains. Wow. Yeah. So okay. it's really good. It's really good. All right. I'm going to give it a shot. I got to put it on my list because mine's ca- I'm catching up. So yeah, but uh, go go through yours and I'll I'll finish I'll finish up. <laughs> I'll do mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So also an Apple TV Plus. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. I initially was not excited to see this at That's all. A, Godzilla is a straight <laughs> straight skip for me. <laughs> But my son has recently been into Godzilla. Yeah. Like, he's been on this kick where, like, seriously, we watched the entire MonsterVerse in, like, three sittings. Wow. I I mean, there's only, like, four movies, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, like... So you watch two in a row. Basically two in a row, and then, then, yeah. The other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, no, but then he's watched, like, there's been a number of cartoons kind of set in the same universe but yeah. like in the future yeah so they had some anime movies that were based on the same godzilla as the monsterverse he watched all of those and then the only one we haven't seen is the godzilla minus one which mm-hmm. is the most recent one that came out which is supposed to be awesome okay anyway i was not as excited yeah but then my son started getting a monsterverse and i was like all right i'll check it out it's not bad. Okay. Kurt Russell's in it. Right. I did, I did know that. And he's as Kurt Russell as ever. Wow. It's like like full on like Jack Burton. Kind of. Checks in the mail. Like he he's he's kind of like brash. Yeah. He's kind of like authoritative, you know? Yeah. Uh he, he's a little bit of a mysterious figure because like He's supposed to be like 90 something years old, but then he doesn't look a day over 60. Oh. You know, like, so there's a bit of mystery around him, you know? Um, So he plays like one of the founding members of Monarch. Yeah. And like they find him under like house arrest or whatever. Um, And then what ensues is like this like globe trotting adventure in search of Godzilla and other Titans. Um, And even like it's almost. It's almost what they were trying to do with the most recent Godzilla movies, like make them like human dramas with mm-hmm. Godzilla in the back in the background. There's yeah. only so much of they can do of that because other right. like in the end, it's still a Godzilla movie, right? Yeah, sure. and so there's only so much human drama that you can add into it. This show is basically that version of it, where it's entirely human drama. Oh, okay. Surrounding like monarch. And the group's kind of associated with hunting down the Titans. Okay. And then, like, in the backdrop is Godzilla. Oh. So it's nice. Nice. Yeah, it's been fun. So you show your son any of the old Godzilla stuff? No. You got to show no. him some of that. No. Dude in a suit, trampling a model city. <laughs> I just... I He'll be like, Dad, what is this? What is this? So, okay. What else you got? Uh, and finally, this is one that I kind of waited to let all the episodes roll out. And then mm-hmm. I, and then 
Like I didn't realize that they broke it up into two parts. So um, Invincible season two on Prime Video. I don't know if you've seen Invincible season one. Mm-mm. It's based on a comic book series by Robert Kirkman, the the writer and creator of uh, uh, The Walking Dead. Oh, that's with um, uh, Glenn. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Steven. Steven. Steven Yoon. Yeah. So it's uh, it's 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 based on a comic book series, Invincible. Season one was kind of released to like little fanfare because yeah. it was in the shadow of the boys. Okay. You know, and, and it was kind of a lesser known comic property outside of like, you know, comic book circles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think like it's just one of those that had legs. Like people watched the boys and were thirsting for, for more like R-rated superhero content. Sure, right. Um, or at least like non-traditional, you know, bloodless superhero action. Yeah. And so it picked up a lot of traction. They got a second. They got a second season. Okay. And so I was kind of waiting for all the episodes to drop, and then I was gonna watch it. And I didn't realize that they broke up season two into two parts. So I was oh, like okay. letting time pass, and all of a sudden I was like, "Why is there only four episodes?" Because they yeah. broke it up. So okay. I watched the first half of season two, okay. and um, it's really entertaining. It's like it does a great job of subverting like all the superhero tropes you know sure um it it has like a it has like a boys-esque kind of twist to the main character mm-hmm. not the main character of steven that steven yoon plays uh, invincible but there's other characters where they're supposed to be like good guys but they mm-hmm. may not be you know oh, okay there's moral gray area right mm-hmm. And so uh, it's really good. It's nice. fun, and the cast is crazy. There's like Steven Yoon in it. Um, uh, what's her name? Sandra O. Oh. oh, okay. Is a voice actor yeah. on it. Oh. Uh, who else? I don't know. It's just, it's it's a it's a star-studded cast. Okay. Cool. But it's really good. Nice. Um, and the second season even better than the first in really? terms of animation. So like um, animation pretty good in the first one. Uh, but you could still kind of see like eh, it's a little rough in places. Mm-hmm. Second season is really good, and they did a they did a great job of uh, of sticking to you know okay the the source materials. J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. Um, is in the voice Recognizes, cast. Recognizes, so. yeah. Zazzy Beats. I'm fine. I finally was able to pull it up. Walton Groggins is in it. Oh, Walton Goggins. Got yeah, nice. Walton Goggins. Yeah, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Oh wow. So yeah, so it's a it's a it's a stacked cast. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of Walton Goggins, yeah, uh, I saw a trailer for Fallout for the the video, video game, game show. Meditation? Yeah, oh, he looks pretty good in it. Ah. Yeah, so right on. Yeah, so that's my list. Okay, so I only have one show. So my stuff has been a little bit of a catch up. Yeah, you know, because I've been super busy. But so the only show I've actually been watching and trying to get through uh, is Gen V. Okay. Because you know, so uh, yeah, I, it really wasn't on my radar to watch. Sure, but you know, I it lo- was on mine because I was at Comic Con, San Diego oh, okay. Comic Con, and yeah. it was plastered everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, and that's how it was with the. I think it was the first time we went to Comic Con. They the had boys. the boys all over mm-hmm. the place. Yeah, the boys were everywhere. And so um, it wasn't on my list. However, um, I, I was just thinking, ah, you know, okay, like it was like the CW version of the boys essentially yeah. you know yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like eh, i don't care 
And so I and and I saw that some pe- some people that I, I know who they are they they're in it and and I decided I was like okay I'll give it a shot yeah and they're like yeah and plus it also directly plugs in to the boys yep. and yep. they to have the appearances yeah yep. so I was like okay let me let me get that because season what season four is gonna drop I think so yeah so it, it's very much in the same vein as the boys yeah but yeah. in college yeah a lot of ween <laughs> yeah so. Which is fine. We need to, you your, know, your we need kids, some. We need your equity. Kids cannot watch this show. No, it is not. It's not really the CW boys. No. So it's like no, the boys in like college. The, it's like the Skinamax. Yeah. Superhero show. Yeah. No kidding. So, um, I did catch the new Hunger Games film. I missed um, that one. The it's a prequel. Yeah. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes or something like that. Um, I don't know what these long titles are. I'm just going to call it <laughs> Hunger Games Prequel. Hunger Games Prequel. Yeah, so I, I caught that, uh, which, which actually wasn't that bad. And so the, it was like the um, like the fifth Hunger Games and um, uh, President Snow from yeah, the Hunger Yeah, it's like when he Games, was younger. When he was younger and yeah. he's a mentor on it. Yeah. So they didn't actually have... They had they assigned mentors that were students of a particular school, as opposed to people who had one champions. Yeah, because they weren't there yet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then they treated the 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 people in the Hunger Games like um, animals. You know, mm. they had them in a cage at the zoo and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and so what what it was was essentially. People people kind of lost interest in the Hunger Games because they were like, okay, whatever, there's nothing here. But um, there was um, a uh, um, kind of he revolutionized the game by creating like being able to sponsors and and people donating money and all that kind of stuff. So, and he used those things to his advantage. And so it kind of covers his story, kind of rags to riches and, you know, getting to know. How he eventually became president. Well, actually it didn't even go that far. So um, it it went, I I expect there's probably going to be a follow up and stuff, but Studios um, like making money. I know, that, and as that, long as yeah. like there's a built-in audience. But it's it's based on the book because yeah. the the Su- Susan Collins, I think, is her name, and or Suzanne Collins, and uh, she actually uh, you know wrote this book and then as a prequel. But it it kind of covers he he illegally. Well, I don't want to spoiler it, but um, yeah. yeah, whatever. You just watch it. Um, <laughs> but it, it kind of covers like a downfall and then a, a build back and and that kind of thing. So, gotcha. so you know, it's 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 actually it was actually pretty good, and it was very different from the original. So they weren't really trying to. I mean, in a way, they were trying to you know basically capitalize on the Hunger Games name, but at the same time, they they did something new. You know, sure. So, um, and then um, wow, it made. $315 million worldwide. The Hunger Games? This late, latest one. Oh, wow. That's Considering there's like no marketing. Nobody heard about it. Yeah. No, none of the cast was out. I saw it on like Voodoo. And, yeah. And so I was like, okay. Um, I didn't even know. I, I think I caught that it was coming out. Wait, and then, 695 million. Worldwide? Wow. Well, I mean, it's, it still has a big audience. I mean, I read the original books. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That was 2012. Hold on. What the heck? What? 2012. That was like the first one. That was the first one. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. 
Oh, yeah, 315. 315 okay. million. All right. So, yeah, so it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I had a, you know, had a good time. Um, and then uh, I did watch the um, Australian thriller slash horror film. Uh, the um, It was called Talk to Me. Which actually made um, quite a quite a splash as as like a, um, a a good independent film that just kind of became somewhat of a hit, hmm. unlikely hit. So um, essentially, there's this there's this like hand that looks like it's it's like a ceramic hand that looks like it's shaking I your th- hand. I think I saw something. Yeah, and so you you grab the hand and say, "Talk to me." And you only have like 90 seconds to, uh, and then uh, I, I let you in is what they say. And when you say talk to me, you see a dead body, a dead person, not a dead body, a dead person who's hasn't yet crossed over. Okay. And, um, and if you say I let you in, they kind of inhabit your body. And then somebody has to pull the hand off of you within like uh, 90 seconds. And so chaos ensues. Of course. Yeah, and and um, but it, it was actually a pretty good film. You know, it was pretty decent. There was like nobody in it that was. I think there was one popular Australian actress. And, yeah. And other than that, it was you know just a bunch of younger young kids. Of course, like yeah. like the like the ring where it's like a possessed yeah ex. Right, right. <laughs> and so it's it's actually um, it was it was it looked original, very original, I should say. So I, I'm not big on the horror genre just because it's it's cheesy yeah. to me, you know. Um, but if it's got a good storyline, you know, I'm, uh, and and it's original, I I'll I'll watch it. I've never been in horror. Yeah, I, I used to really like horror and and like I'd get into the behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that. But I just kind of you know when they started really just kind of making more and more and more of the same thing, and it's yeah. just like uh, just kind of I just kind of lost my taste for it. So zombies uh, is kind of as far as, as far I get as you into go. the horror genre. Yeah, you know some vampire stuff. Well, I like The Conjuring. Yeah, because it's actually based on no, a, not into a true it story. The second one was pretty decent. Because that was also based on a story. Yeah. But the third one took... It just became its own whole well, different thing. Well, it took a part of a story to just kind of drive a vehicle of something completely different. Yeah. You know, and they used it for about a minute. And and then and now they're doing a fourth one, but... Oh, interesting. Um, well, then they have the whole Conjuring universe. Yeah, they have the Conjuring universe. So like and, Annabelle. Yeah. And, um, all that other stuff. Yeah, The yeah, Nun. The Nun, yeah. And, yeah. So I'm I'm not interested in that kind of yeah, stuff. No, but no I mean, if there I'm was good. like a, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I've seen zero. Are of those. you chicken? I've seen zero uh, of them. <laughs> yeah, I I like the neck, sta- the hair standing up on my neck every once in a while. But I didn't get that in this. It was just it was a pretty decent film. Okay. So um, and then uh, I did watch Blackberry. Is that um, fantastic? Yes, it is. Is that about the the rise and fall? Black, the rise and fall of Blackberry. Oh, yes. hilarious! Yeah, and um, Glenn um, from Sunny. Um, sorry, Sunny. Uh, what's his Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Yeah. yeah, he's he plays the the CEO. Oh, I love Glenn Howerton. And he's got like a um, bald. He's got the hair on the sides yeah, of the back yeah, of his yeah, head. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And he just like screams at everybody. He's like, oh, not... I have seen the trailer for that. I haven't yeah. seen it. Is oh, it good? It is probably one of the. I would say it's in my top five of 2023. I love Glenn Howard. Yeah, so good. Such a great show. All right, such a great film. 
So um, I highly recommend it. It brought back um, the dude from uh, he. Uh, what's that Canadian guy? He's got that whiny voice. He was in with like Seth Rogen films and stuff like that. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was in that one where. Uh, um, he starts dating a really hot girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the she's out of your league. She's out of my league. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, he was he was the co CEO and stuff, and he they were really good. And yeah, and Jay 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 Barshall. Yeah, 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 Jay Barshall. So um, yeah, really good, really good film. Uh, probably probably in the top ten. A lot of a lot of good names in there, but All right. and then uh, lastly, uh, recently I attempted to watch Asteroid City. Why do you say attempted? I just how did you not it. watch it all? The movie. Wes just, Anderson. Yeah, not for everybody. Not for everybody. So uh, I'll say <laughs> I'll say that uh, I have no idea what this film is about. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people that wanted to be in it. Yes, but um, for the most part, I'm like, eh. it's about death and mourning. And generational trauma. <laughs> okay. You didn't get that. <laughs> well, I, I only got um, as far as uh, uh, when Tom Hanks came on the scene. Mm. And then he comes and meets up with the girls and his daughter's in a Tupperware. She's dead and in, in cremated in a Tupperware thing. And, yeah. You know, and that was, you know, let's bury her here for now and then we'll take her back home. Yeah. I don't know what came first. Wes Anderson or or Zoe Deschanel, but I feel like she is the human version of Wes Anderson movies, mm-hmm. or Wes Anderson movies are the cinematic version of her. They yeah. could be interchangeable. Yeah, but like quirky, light, yeah, weird, non sequitur, just like off the wall. Yeah. I, you know what? I really liked. He did Bottle Rocket, right? Yeah. Okay, and then I liked um, Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he just got really quirky. His movies have gotten much quirkier, and they're very much similar, very similar to each other, in the vein of like. You know, they have some type of like everybody's like staring at the camera, and you yeah. know to be introduced, There's, and it's it's very there formatted. There is a very like Wes Anderson. Yeah, probably since the Royal Tenenbaums, every film has been very different but very similar. Well, like in it's structure. That, well, I can't remember what that that shooting style is, but it's where the camera's ninety degrees from every subject that it films that's like a thing oh okay and that's like his thing yeah um and then like the you know like breaking the fourth wall yeah yeah (laughs) or like that nod and wink to the to the audience like that's like a thing yeah yeah it's uh so i'm like i'll probably finish it and 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 you should you should give it a chance i'll give it a chance um it's like like he's almost getting into like absurdist yeah you know satire yeah I think that's kind of where he is starting to land now. Okay. So, I, from what I understand, Margot Robbie is in it. Yeah. I haven't got that far yet. She hasn't. <laughs> she hasn't shown up. And I think I'm more than halfway through the film. So, all right, let's get to the meat and potatoes. Yes. Yeah. We've we've been bantering enough. Yes. Let's get to it. Okay. So we're uh, talking Reacher season two. Yeah. Let me pull, pull this thing. <laughs> Just look at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I like looking at my phone, all right? 
All right. Um, so Reacher is contacted by Neely, who returns for season two after having a cameo in season one. And after after one of their former army special investigators is murdered in New York under mysterious circumstances. Ooh. Are there any other circumstances for being murdered? I guess like uh, if you obvious, know, if like you effed around and you found out. Yeah, if you know. <laughs> I think usually deter the motive yeah. is knowing the motive. Yes, that's true. Uh, so he assembles what's left of his old team to find the murderers and avenge their friend. They're Avengers. <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> All right. Based on the Lee Child book, Bad Luck and Trouble, Alan Richson returns as Jack Reacher along with Maria Sten, who's Neely. Joining season two is Sorenda Swan, Sean Sipos, Ferdinand Kingsley, and Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. He just He's just like the angry guy now. He is just the the perfect angry white dude. Yeah. Like it's the same character. Yeah. And it works every time. Yes, he, he He's just does. got one of those punchable faces. Yeah, now he does. Yeah, yeah now he, he does. He's, he's become that. Like it's the same it's almost the same character as uh from Oh, Ed Scrine? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, 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 Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the, the, the character in, he played in Peacemaker, Peacemaker. Just like yeah. angry, angry white man, just not as racist. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. So, all right, we're halfway through this show. And by the time yeah. our episode airs, yeah. we'll, there'll be uh, five going on six episodes. Yeah, so, so. the latter half of the of the season. Yeah, so what, uh, what say you so far in this um this uh yeah. show it is pretty incredible and i i it's so entertaining yeah and if anything like i feel like it's gotten so much better than season one yeah it's like i love alan richson but like it seems like his acting has gotten much much better mm-hmm um, in the second season, and it almost feels like he's more comfortable yeah. in the role. Right. Um, it's like where he's really found his footing, so there's a level of comfort and ease in in which he's playing Reacher this year. Like at times, I think we talked about it in 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 the in, when we when we did season one. Is that like physically and just how he's described in the books, like? Alan Richson is like the perfect actor yes. to play Reacher and how stoic he is. It seems like in season two, he's much more comfortable and, um, and mm-hmm. it shows. And I, I like that they've surrounded him with familiar faces, at least for the character familiar faces. Right. Because um, it's cool kind of seeing him more as like working within a team. Yeah. Than it was kind of solo with some yeah. supporting cast. Right. Um. Yeah, it's been entertaining so far. I've really yeah. liked season two. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, incidentally, um, the first ep- the first season of Reacher was one of our uh, at the beginning of our podcast. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it was in February of uh, 2022. Interesting. So probably about two months after we started. Yeah. Um, three months after we started, but um, I-, I have to say, um, I was I was watching it and I was thinking, gosh, I really wish. They would go back to dropping every every episode 
so you can binge the whole thing. I know. You know, and, and now we're left having to do first takes. and. I think what they're learning know. is that you've got to have that slow burn of weekly, yeah. weekly drops. Yeah. Because what's happening with Netflix is since they're dropping everything at once, like they have these, they have some of these properties that are like supposed to be dominating the, you know, the conversation or at yeah. least around entertaining entertainment. But since everything drops at once, all the conversation happens in one week and then it just drops by the wayside. Right, right. You know, like you don't have like that, you know, that water cooler effect of, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. That 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 whole like... People returning to the, the discussion. Yes, and so It's yeah. like, oh, it's amazing. Have you seen it? Yeah. And then you're just catching you up with people You lose all the discourse about what's going to happen next episode right. and mm-hmm. a week of anticipation. True. You lose like that word of mouth of like... You know, that build up of word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, you lose that community feel of watching, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. experiencing that 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 event television, right? Right. So I think I think the streaming services are learning to bring that back. Yeah, I yeah, I, I see that. And and as as fun as it is to just be able to binge an entire thing. But um yeah, I, I do have to kinda do the recaps at the beginning of the episode because I'm like, wait <laughs> a second, I, I went. Through, it, it, it's like that thing where you don't have to memorize anybody's phone number anymore. Sure, sure. So now it's like, oh, I got to remember what happened last episode because now it's been a week. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, the very first scene of Reacher where he's in the thrift thrift store yes. buying new clothes. Yes. Um, it, it's funny because I think they, I think you know, he's big and tall as it is, but yes. I think they deliberately cast people who are are very short yeah to around make him, him to make him look larger. monstrous right he looks like a freaking monster this is not two. your tom cruise's he, reacher no and you know what's funny after just one season and of you know the first couple episodes of season two i was talking to my wife about this i was like you know what's funny like i can't even remember tom cruise's reacher anymore yeah like i had actually mixed up some uh, scenes from the two Reacher movies uh-huh. with the show. But in my mind, it was Alan Richardson doing those things. Like the part where I think it's in, it, I think it's in Jack Reacher two uh-huh. where Tom Cruise like does that power spin in the car and then steps out of it and oh, then like the disappears one. into the crowd. That's the first yeah. one. Like in my memory, that was Alan Richardson. Doing it. You know, it's funny because um, a nod to a friend of mine who's read every single Lee Child book. Yeah. And is a massive fan of Jack Reacher pre Tom Cruise, even. Yes. Yeah. And he recommended me to read read the Reacher yeah, yeah, books yeah, yeah. back in like 2012 or whatever. Yeah. Um, he said um, uh, when he found out that Tom Cruise was. Was uh, and I think I mentioned this in the you know when we originally talked about. It. He's like, yeah. I, I said, hey, oh, there's a Reacher coming out. He's like, uh, I, I just reacher. mentioned that it was a, it, a Reacher's coming out. He's like, he's like, it's that's an abomination, man. That's an abomination. He's like, the Tom Cruise is the antithesis of everything that is Jack Reacher. Every explanation. He doesn't talk much. Yeah. He's six five. Yeah. He's a you know, massively built yeah. dude. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, and he's like, he just like, I thought he was going to cry. Yeah. You know, he was so passionate about this. Sure. And so, um, but yeah, he's read every, but he has watched, um, you know, the, the prior season, okay. and this season, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I do think, 
I do think that um, he's, you know, this is, it's, it's really great that they're doing this based on the books. I mean, they're not necessarily going in order with the books, but, right. but um, uh, they are, um, you know, it, it, I, I think they went the right direction to go, to bring in the, the special the investigators yeah. and, and really kind of explain that because this is the, the, the book that explains this. Well, Cause that, that it makes him bringing him together who he is, right? Yeah. That, that, that uh, his experience is yeah. with those people with that team and, and, and his time with the, the special investigators like really forms who he is. Yeah. Um, as a character. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it, it's really cool seeing him with his old team. Yeah. Uh, I thought, I mean, I mentioned it before that that's been kind of my favorite part of the season is how he's, you know, because we talked about it where like those episodes with Neely in season one, mm-hmm. it seemed like there's something more like, oh, they could, they could, they could mine so much yeah. from that. Like, right. you know, that character, just the way that he was bantering with her and mm-hmm. their interaction was just so fun in season one. Mm-hmm. And so much of season one was him kind of like investigating alone. Yeah. With right. some assistance like here or there. Yeah. Um, you know, and so seeing him with the team, the whole team together with Neely, yeah, right, uh, is really fun. Yeah, it is. It's definitely good, and I think I, you know I'm sure we'll see see them continue on because I'm, I, I think they come kind of come and go. I hope they do. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it. You know, maybe not the same formula for yeah. season three because I think they said like. The books they want to stay true to the books that are they're they're as much an anthology, right? Yeah. Where you know some characters will show up again, but like it's a yeah. new, it's a whole, it's new, a whole new situation, it's a whole new yeah. situation, whole new, right? You know, chessboard, right? Um, that he plays on every 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 book, book. and there's yeah. like there's something like I don't know fifteen twenty books or something like that, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I know it won't go on forever, so they're going to have to choose the ones. But sure. definitely a good one to choose. Um, I hope it does. I, I know. Because I, I could watch Alan Richardson play Reacher for forever. For a long time. Yeah, yeah he's good. But le- one thing I want to kind of kind of um, touch on here is the effective use of flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to use this. As an opportunity to bash on Obi Wan, don't uh, you? Yes, I do. Yes, I, not 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 Obi Wan and, uh, and Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Both. Okay, you use the flashbacks as a piece of information to drive the story forward, not stay in the flashback almost the entire episode. This. So, for example. He's reminded of something. Yeah. And he ends up going to uh, straight to his memory yes. of why yes. he feels a certain way. Yes, yes. You know, especially when it comes to the character of Swan. Absolutely. And how he feels about Swan. Yeah. And his relationship with him, which hasn't yet been revealed in this series yet of, sure. of what's going on because Swan went missing. Yeah. Presumed dead. And so, um, uh, so a lot of people are assuming that that so, like remnants of Swan is showing up in certain places, like a picture or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, you know that. You know, it's hilarious. I, I like I, the, I've been confused a couple times by this before, because there is an there the actress Sorinda Swan. 
plays Dixon. Yeah. But then there's a character named Swan that was right. one of the former special, special investigators. Agents. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny to like when you're starting to confuse those names. That's why I just stick to the show. I don't look these people up. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Like, uh, like, I don't care who plays them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I didn't even know their names until um, until we had to write this and and uh, you know tell everybody who their names were, who yes. the supporting characters were. But uh, um, they it, the cast is you know they have a great you know just getting from the spe- you know the specifics of why anyone should watch the show is yeah. that. A, like a great rapport between great chemistry between you know that's, all these that's, characters. That's what makes it so believable, though. Yeah, right. Is these people you know had a shared experience of this time together as special investigators, and so you know supposed to have these deep relationships and yeah. um, you know a camaraderie and like mm-hmm. a, an ability to kind of banter together, right. And so, like, you kind of expect that, like, he's reuniting with people that he was presumably close to yeah, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, and having been in the military, you know, you, this is the kind of banter that you have with these people. Yeah. Because you live with them. Right. You work with them. Yeah. You're around these people all the time. Shared and, trauma, shared experiences, shared... Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there was the, the one guy, he's now has a, a wife and kids. I can't remember his character's name, but um, he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I thought I'm you said that you only paid attention to the character No, no, names. like they're actually... Not, yeah, Like, I no, I don't pay attention yeah. at all. All right. I don't need to learn I'm this gonna, stuff. I'm going <laughs> to eat my words here and... O'Donnell. 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 That's right. So he has these he has these uh, conversations with uh, with O'Donnell about you know you you know ha- had I known I, I I'm very surprised you got married and had kids and you're this way yeah because you know it was like you know he there was a scene where he picks up his phone and he's like he's like he's like hands are for uh like he said hands aren't for hitting oh that's you know, right or, that's yeah, right. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. yeah so yeah. uh where he goes in a full-on dad mode yeah dad mode and stuff like that he's like you know you uh, i wouldn't have thought this would have been the life for you yeah i thought you were going to be a man whore forever pretty much you know yeah, yeah and that's yeah. kind of how you end up talking with them about because you you are always you knew joking. them during that time yeah you yeah. know a person differently than you know like a coworker or something like that you right know, because it's like you know, you got people. You know, you're in the, the the dorms or the barracks or whatever, and you're you're around these people twenty four seven, and so with the exception of like officers don't live in the barracks or dorms or anything like that. So yeah, but but I mean, um, you know, you you are you, you spend enough time to where you just be you you have a different kind of a relationship. You know, it's beyond a sibling relationship, beyond a best friend relationship. It's it's just. Like you're relying on this person to take a bullet for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with that comes a certain way of conversing with each other, talking with each yeah, other yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. There's like a shorthand yeah, and, and all the conversation. And they really nail it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, the camaraderie and, and the ease in which he gets along with. And so it's nearly back for season two. Mm-hmm. So you got a glimpse of it in season one. 
And that might have been the highlight of season one. I I, I remember I remember watching season one and us yeah. discussing it and saying like, right. you know, that was a those were a fun couple episodes that Neely was in. Yeah, yeah. And I hope there's more. I sure. hope they bring her back. Right. Yeah. And and so it, it's nice seeing seeing her back. But then like the addition of of um, Dixon, and then with O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like a, an unofficial fifth member of the group is the that New York detective, New York, yeah. uh, uh, Guy Russo. Yeah. So played by um, Dominic Lum- Lombardazzo. I, I think yeah. that's how. So he's in. Did you ever watch The Wire? I didn't watch The Wire. Oh my gosh! Well, I, <laughs> I don't. I was in I college in those days. I, you know, I, I can't. I can't. There were things I, I needed can't to do. Even, <sighs> I, it's on my list. I'm catching up. It needs to move up to yeah. number one on yeah. the list. Like, it's such I a good. I didn't watch the wire, but yeah. I, anyway, when you do watch the when wire, I watch the wire. You'll be like, oh, that's like you know from the yeah. wire. Right, right. You remember this guy from the wire? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Let's cut that part out. No, but he plays very much a similar role as the yeah, wire. Right. But in the it's funny because in the wire, he he plays like that, like, you know, no nonsense, in mm. your face, like right. you know, cop. But he's always like the strong arm in the room. Yeah. And to see him play that character, but he's going up against Reacher and his team. Yeah. Or he's trying to like reason with Reacher and his team right. or cooperate with them. Yeah. Um, or even just threaten them. You know? Right, right. It's funny to see where like he's not the strongest, he's not the biggest, he's not the loudest, he's not right. the smartest in the room. Yeah. And to see how you know they play off of him and just like put him in his place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he's like an unofficial fifth member of the team. Yeah. And and it's it's definitely a lot of great chemistry when it comes to how a lot of these people interact. And so I do have to say there was uh there's one guy, um, he's, he goes by the name of AM, which ends up, he uses, yeah. uses the, um, uh, it's, it's Ferdinand. He's Kingsley. like the bad guy. Yeah. He's the yeah. bad guy, but you don't know what his motivations are yeah, yeah, yet yeah, yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like yeah. that. But he's definitely like kind yeah, of, he's a fun, killer, mysterious, he's a fun, mysterious he was protagonist. In, yeah. And he was, uh, he was in silo. He was. He was yes, in Silo. Yes, he was in Silo. Oh and, man, Silo's and so now, good. And now it's I like you wait. really like his character in Silo. Yes. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I, he's I was, not I'm a like, likable saw character. This guy, I'm like, oh my god, this guy is terrible. So but he, you know, here's the thing though. This is it, last episode. We're talking about how like we're bludgeoned over the head with like this is the bad guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In 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 Rebel Moon, they do that in Reacher, and they do that a lot in Reacher. Yeah. But this is like the way to do it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. add some mystery to it. Yeah. You know, like, who is this person? Like, like, don't make it so obvious. Right. Right. Um. At, like, keep some mystery around it, and yeah. and and at least like, you know, keep the viewer wondering, like, what's this person's motivation? Yeah. You know, wondering at least. You know, like this is this is this is a way to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, it's, it's very well constructed. And, and you know, what's funny is because I was thinking about this cause there's a lot of films coming out that are like sequels and all yeah. this other kind of stuff. Like normal. A lot of, a lot of book adaptations are now going to the, the format of TV, TV. shows. They like, should though. Like, yeah. But they should. Cause you can it, really get the, 
every everything every nuance out of the book. Yeah. every you can squeeze every i mean think about it though especially if you're an author like you want some semblance of your original vision yeah right and if you had b c d plots that were important to the main story mm-hmm. or for building character or what have you right like think about how much of that stuff has to be compromised or the story to- completely retold right like if you're robert ludlow or his estate Right and what's happened to what happened to the the um, uh, the Jason Bourne oh, movies yeah. like none of those I mean hardly any any of it was based on the novels except for oh yeah Jason the, Bourne and the fact the, that he woke up one day not without a memory I think they deviated the Bourne series deviated from the the books probably about twenty minutes into the movie but that's what I'm and saying then from that point because like even the guy he kills at the end of the born identity yeah he becomes his like biggest ally yeah and he gets his memory back at the end of the first movie yeah at the end of the first book yeah. you know yeah and, and so you know um, instead of making because if you noticed in the born ultimatum they actually credited based on the book the born identity and the born ultimatum yeah yeah, yeah. because he still doesn't have his memory back by the end of the third movie. Right, but right. Yeah. So, but they they also miss the entire reason why they created Jason Bourne, mm-hmm. which was to draw out Carlos the Jackal, or I, I think they just called him Carlos in this yeah. one, who who was actually uh, one of the big terrorists of the seventies. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so there's like a kind of a cat and mouse game between them that they completely ignored. So. You could literally do something like Reacher right. and take the the Born books and make them into oh a TV show, a TV like, series, like, an like eight a episode, three, three season, eight yeah. episode TV yeah. series, yeah. and you would have a completely different product than the right. Matt Damon films, you right? Know? Right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, and if anything, kind of speaking of Amazon, the Jack Ryan series has yeah. taught us that. You can do an episodic, yeah. You know, kind of loosely. I mean, the the Jack Ryan series is like really loosely based on the the novels, yeah. But it they crib a lot of the plots from them, so yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true. it could be done. But anyway, it makes sense. Digress. Yes, it, I digress. It makes, to bring yeah, it back. It, it makes totally makes sense, sense to that more we're more supporting novel. Our point. Yeah, we're supporting our point. <laughs> yeah. More novel adaptations are going to. TV and long form storytelling right. because yeah. like you can bring in all those that nuance and you yeah. can tell all of those stories like the full plot the full you know ca- character development that yeah. gets lost in a two hour movie yeah that's true that's definitely true so that being said <laughs> now that we're praising this format <laughs> yes. what is your take <laughs> It's a watch. It's definitely a watch for me as well. It's a 100, a 1,000. Yeah. It was a watch when I saw the trailer for the yeah. season two. They did it right. They they really are doing doing right by um, kind of erasing the Tom Cruise thing. And I didn't even watch the second film, the second you, Tom Cruise you film. You know what's funny is is I've I've known of Alan Richardson for a long time. Yeah. Right? So, so like uh, when he was... Blue he, Mountain he, State. Blue Mountain State. Um uh, can you imagine the actor that was in Blue Mountain State? Yeah, the character that he played in Blue becoming Mountain State a serious becoming creature. a serious stoic Jack yeah. creature. Yeah, by way of Hawkman. And, yeah, Hawkman um, in Titans. In Titans. Yeah. And then uh, wasn't he briefly Aquaman in um, 
in uh, Smallville. Am I thinking of a different actor? Wasn't he Aquaman in Smallville? I don't know. I didn't watch Smallville. The CW. And I was like <laughs> in my late 20s. Why? At the time. So, because, you know, I didn't watch the CW. I guess. Yeah, you're like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Smallville. Oh, you know what? I, I don't doubt it was it was good, but, um, but uh, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, definitely um uh uh it's something that i would probably watch the highlights of you know yeah coming you know back in retrospect um but yeah i didn't know i because what i was under the impression that it was all all you know smallville stuff and they didn't like yeah, re- he, he reveal was. anything until I was looking it up while you were Arthur while, Curry while you were killing time for 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 those last few minutes here. Yeah. I was looking it up. He was Arthur Curry on Smallville. Interesting. When they tried to do like a Justice League because they wouldn't they wouldn't let them like have him in a super suit or whatever. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So did they ever did they ever make like reveal Superman in Smallville? Uh, yeah, the last frame. Oh, okay. Is where he like. Is coming at the like he's at the Daily Planet and then he's go he goes at the screen and he pulls open his shirt. Okay. So that's why I didn't watch it because I want to see a Superman movie. <laughs> I want to see a show about Superman. Well, I didn't watch the Dean Cain one either. So, um, but but yeah. Lois, and Lois and Clark. You never watched Lois and Clark? No, I didn't. Oh watch man, it, no. I remember watching that. I watched. I mean, me watched a little bit of it. It but. was like it was like a soap opera. That's set why I didn't, in why I didn't the watch DC it. Universe. <laughs> I want to see a comic book. Story, yeah, 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 so, yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, that is our take. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, give us five stars, and a glowing review so our podcast can reach more people. Thanks again to Tyler Hobbs, the Space Ranger, for the original music. Check out Space Ranger and his band, The Hazels, exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Final Take Pod, and email us at thefinaltakepod at gmail.com and check out all of our episodes on our website, thefinaltakepod.com. Until next time, we'll see you then.